Hello everybody and welcome to Sacred Human. This is a sacred space where we consider what it means to be fully human and fully divine. It's a space where we are curious about what it means to embody our light. And it's also a space where we step into the flow of goodness, which connects the earth and the universe, a space where we receive and give love, and a space where compassion leads. Thank you for being here. Hello everybody and welcome to this evening's Sacred Human Facebook Live. And I'm just going to wait for you to start to load up. And it's um it's starting to get quite dark. Um it actually looks like it might thunder at some point or rain, <laughs> which will be a welcome relief after the heat we've had today. So I'm welcoming you, Chris. Hello there, and I can see you, Suzanne. I'm just wondering how the weather is in Sweden. We've had a really hot day here, and I'm just wondering if you're having the mini the mini heat wave over there in Sweden. Um, so if you are, I hope you're finding some cool space. And I welcome you, Stephanie. Hi, lovely, lovely, lovely to have you here. And Sarah, I hope you're okay with um, the new lockdown uh, measures that have been put in place in Manchester. I hope you're okay. And Annalise, hello. You've just had the lovely thunderstorm in Harrogate. How amazing. Well, I hope that we are going to get it over here. Um, you can see here just above the house that it's starting to get darker. Um, hi, Jane. Yeah, it's very atmospheric for an evening. Uh, yeah, for an evening ceremony, definitely. It's it's certainly um, interesting energetics this evening, which I'm going to be talking about. Um, I don't know whether you can see um, here, just there, there's an orb of energy. Can, yeah, in front of my finger. The energy's completely shifted down here in the soul shed. Um, obviously, it, it is impacted by the weather, atmospherics, but yeah, there's a really unusual energy going on. So as, as is always, many people will be here on the catch-up, so I'm welcoming those of you who are joining later. Come back into Circle. It's fantastic um, to have you back in time here too. And Janine, uh, hi there, lovely sunflower. Glad that you've been able to make it. And Stephanie, ah, uh, no storm in London, but it's dark. Yeah, it's, I think you're probably, um, your sunset's earlier, isn't it, down there? Um, we're, we're not quite at sunset. Sunset here in North Yorkshire is at six minutes past nine. Um, but there's definitely thunder. So it will be amazing if we get a downpour during the ceremony this evening. And Anna, welcome here. Hello. She says hello to everyone. So happy and grateful to be here with you all. So as we wait for the last few people to load up, I'll just show you um, the space that is set up for the evening ceremony. I've managed to get my um, hanging candles up for you. Uh, you can see it there as well. 
And I just want to take a moment to thank um, Emily, who sent this for the sacred human space. She said when she drew it, she drew it from one of the meditations uh, and sent it to me. I'm so grateful. I mean, I don't know if you saw on social media how you can move the painting uh, and it's a completely different energetic as you rotate the painting round. It's amazing, incredibly gifted um, piece of work. And I've chosen to put it this way up this evening um, because it really does point to the power of the moon, the central feminine power up there in the universal space. So, so grateful for that. Um, and what else do I have to show you here? Oop. <laughs> Just see if we can get a clearer picture again. Just bear with it there. Um, I harvested a whole load of lavender. Again, some of you may have seen it on the social media and I've just saved some for this space um, here and here. And then I also went out this evening and collected some um, wild flowers for the space. And there's actually mugwort in there, which I will be taking out afterwards and drying to journey with as a herb. And with it being... Uh, Lamas, which is the first harvest, I also went out and harvested, um, not out of the, oh, here's the rain, <laughs> not out of the farmer's fields, but the, from the um, roadside alongside the farmer's fields, different grasses and crops uh, for the offering for tonight's ceremony. And here it is. Here it is, dear ones. So excited to be here with you in this thunderstorm and I, I'm tempted to show you my video of my husband doing a dance that it's raining, raining, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so this evening then, um, we are bringing remembrance and honouring the festival of Lamas. Uh, Lamas actually falls on... Um, August the 1st, I'm getting a bit giddy with the rain, so I'll just calm down for a second. It actually is, uh, the portal opens on August the 1st. So we're on the eve of Lamas. And when I explain to you the legends and the mythos around this festival, it is so pertinent what has actually been going on today, energetically and atmospherically. We're also moving into, as we move through the portal of Lamas, we also move into the August full moon, which is the Sturgeon full moon. Um, and I'm going to be talking to you about what that um, means for us um, at this particular juncture in our human history. So it's it's um it's an amazing evening. I am so grateful that you've joined in circle now and those of you who are on the replay um to really start to rev up the energy of change and also remembrance. Remembering the truth of who we are, remembering the lost legends, the lost myths and the lost festivals that ground us when we start um, kind of honouring them into Gaia, into the earth, and so we become one with her and we rise. It's it's fabulous um, that you're here, so thank you. Okay, so Lamas, August the 1st, the portal opens. It is the festival of the first harvest. Um, so, great story. Basically, we know from Beltane that the holly 
and the Oak King battle out throughout the year um, for control, for want of a better word, of the weather and of the light and of the dark. And um, at the summer solstice, the um, Oak King triumphs once and for all, and he takes um, kind of the power centre of the, the wheel of the year. At Lammas, they battle again, the Oak King and the Holly King. The Oak King representing the Light King, the Sun King, and the Holly King representing the Dark, okay, the Night King, the, the, the Night Sky King. Now, what's really interesting is when they battle at Lammas, this is the first moment that the Oak King, the Sun King, loses his footing. And the Holly King sends kind of like um, an energetic push into the earth. And from that springs forth the first harvest. So this festival is the first reaping of what has been sown and grown. Lammas is actually interestingly remembered in the Christian calendar as Loaf Mass Day. The first harvest, the first sheath the first wine, the first loaf, is all collected and eaten and consumed. Now, in um, the kind of Wiccan nature religion um, narrative, the story is that as the first grains, the first the barley actually is brought in and, and the loaves are made and they're consumed, it is in gratitude that the grain god, the sun god, the oak king have given has given their kind of energy, their life. And so they are consuming through the bread the life, the body of the the sun king. And as they drink the wine, they're drinking the blood of the of the sun god. And it is a story that we know has been um, by osmosis drawn into the Christian story of the, in, in the Holy Communion, the bread and the wine. But it, it predates Christianity, these stories. They are there in the nature religions. As Lammas comes forth, the summer king starts to weaken and the winter king starts to strengthen. And we know that we are heading towards the dark. What is really interesting in, at Lammas, if we look at how our ancestors um, celebrated, they all went a little bit squiffy at this point, not with the alcohol, but with the like wild abandon. Well, to hell with it. Let's all go and have a party and stuff ourselves full of bread and drink the wine and just, you know, go into wild abandon. They recognised that it was halfway between the solstice and the autumn equinox and there would be a giving way to darkness coming. So they were celebrating. They were um, really um, embracing the final sun. So that is the story of Lamas. Energetically, it is around um, kind of that that really embracing the, the final joy of the summer months. And I mean, you know, the fact that we have got this crazy thunderstorm going on now, really you can imagine that, um, that Holly King, you know, sending that bolt of energy into the ground to let the harvest spring forth as a, 
do it now because we're going into the dark half of the year. And I'm just going to pause and let you listen to the rain. <laughs> it's amazing. Then let's look at the moon. Okay, here she is. Blessings be to her. This is the full sturgeon moon in Aquarius. Now, the reason it's called the sturgeon moon is that um, as the cooler temperatures came into the um, native tribes, the rivers would be full of sturgeon, which is actually a prehistoric fish. They're massive. They're about 12 feet. And they were really important for tribal survival. So they would go out and they would fish and fish and fish to the other sturgeon where they were plentiful and abundant and um, prepare for the times of um, famine that they knew were coming. It's also known as grain moon, obviously, the first harvests, and um, barley moon and fruit moon. So it's really around that first gathering in of what has been grown. So the other thing I wanted to say about the full moon, with it being in Aquarius, um, Aquarius really is part, one of the kind of signs of um, awakening. So we are moving through this weekend, the energetic of the blow, of the wild abandon, of change, into Monday's full moon which is the full moon of collective awakening and social change, okay? I mean, it couldn't come at a more important point in this year where we are with this current pandemic. The full moon in Aquarius, she is um, in her re rebellion, um, subversive, wild card, revolutionary state. She is encouraging us to create change together and let our voices be heard. Um, it is the gateway as we move through this Lamas portal into the full moon of um, change, collective change, collective awakening. And the goddess to kind of call upon, I, I feel, at this particular time is Lilith, who is who was, in Mesopotamia myth, Adam's first wife. But she was just a little bit too full on uh, for the Christian narrative because she had her own voice. Um, she was incredibly rebellious. And she's a great goddess, the first original woman before we got the sanitized Eve, um, a good one to call on in our rebellious um, self. So before we go into um, ceremony, there's just a few other things that I wanted to say. Firstly, the energetics of this August month are one of clearing. You are being called to clear as much as you can. Okay, and when I say clear, I mean really work with your energies, really wake up to that which you don't want to wake up to. Um, and start to um, address it to the best of your ability, gently and with compassion, but no more pretending. And also, um, tomorrow, 
uh, I won't go into the astrology of it, but tomorrow, the, ener the energetics of tomorrow, the day, not Lamas, but the actual day, is a one of discord. So if you're feeling a little bit, um, what's the word, disjointed uh, or discordant tomorrow, know that it's going to pass. It will be gone by Sunday. And it is around um, a, an awareness again of much needed change. And it is calling you tomorrow to look at your warrioress or warrior self and look at where you can move back into authenticity. Um, to thine own self be true, honouring your true self. So as we move into ceremony, I would like to call upon your awareness to the various um, world events that are happening at the minute. Um, the awareness of domestic violence, uh, particularly in Turkey, but actually the huge increase statistically um, due to lockdown. And just remembering and bringing our awareness to that and to femicide. And then all of the information that's coming to our awareness around human trafficking and um the child sex trafficking and all of that that is um, becoming um, into the mainstream media. And I'm asking you to bring that awareness to that in the ceremony so that we can intentionalise um, justice for that and change for that and really to start to educate ourselves and to know that it's okay that we're not going to know everything all the time. And it, the away, awakening that is going on for us personally and as humanity will be ongoing. There is no shame in not knowing and there is full responsibility in, ed, in education, in educating ourselves. So, with all of that, let's go into ceremony this evening. And to begin with, I'd like you to thank your logical minds for embracing all of that information. I'm going to spend a minute just listening to the rain. And then if you just pause and feel your feet on the ground. Hearing the thunder, feeling the battle between the light and the dark.
and then inhaling. And as you exhale, take your breath out through the soles of your feet. And as the breath goes out through the soles of your feet, send roots. As they appear to you today, send those roots down, down, down through the soils and the waters and the fossils and the rocks of the earth all the way down. to the centre of the earth. Until your roots connect with the heartbeat of the earth. And then bring your awareness back through the soles of your feet and up the calves and the shins and the knees and the thighs. And come into your pelvis. Place a hand on the womb space. Anchor into the body. Light the fire in your belly. And then come up through the central column of the body. So we're going to come up through, through the middle of the intestine through the centre of the chest, in between the lungs, into the heart space. And as you reach the heart space, I want you to inhale and as you exhale, send a root out the front of the chest and then send it up through the air, up to the sky, through the clouds, through the earth's atmosphere, into space, And then all the way up to the moon. And when you reach the moon with that root, send it through the surface of the room, the moon, all the way into the centre and the heartbeat of our grandmother moon.
And as we do that, we tether into Gaia, our mother below. And we tether and anchor into the moon, our grandmother above. And then bring your awareness back into the body. Feel your feet on the ground. And just as the earth is offering her first harvest, so you are getting ready to harvest that which you want to take forward into the darker part of the year. So as we honour the festival of Lamas, just take some time to cast your mind over the last nine months, eight months. And you might think, well, I've been quite restricted into what I can create and fruitfully harvest, but there will be something. So what can you now gather in to take forward? It could be using your voice, it could be setting boundaries, it could be a creative activity, it could be new friendships or interests. It could be related to work, your home. But what good things have grown in your life that you want to harvest? And just let the energy of those come to mind. And as you have an awareness of them, allow them to reside in your heart. Really fill you up with their bounty. thinking about pace and self-care and the commitments you've made to yourself around those, harvest them and place them in your heart.
and then bring your mind's eye out through the heart and take it through the cord up to our grandmother moon. And as you reach the moon, we're going to call on the goddess Lilith, the rebel. the change maker, the non-conformist. And as we call upon her, she starts to show you in your awareness that which you can be the champion for. And she says, with the grandmother moon, together we can create change. Together we can make our voices heard. Knowing that the moon's energy over the next lunar month is one of awakening and social change. And creation of new paradigms. Allow Lineth and the moon and your inner wisdom to show you that which you can champion. What area resonates as something that you can speak passionately about? Could be the earth, poverty, Manipulation by the media, domestic violence, homesteading, rest, support for chronic illness. Alternative ways of parenting, it can be anything. Nothing is wrong. And as you do that, the full moon helps you release that which stops you using your voice. And you have an awareness of how you can be the change that you want to see. Remembering it starts small. It starts with you loving you. It starts with you being the change. You being the rebel, with in small ways, you being the revolutionary, you being of growth mindset, you being of self-forgiveness, 
you being able to course correct when necessary. You trusting you. And as you pause here, Lilith, the rebel, hands you a gift. A gift for this next lunar month. And just notice what this is and the medicine it has for you. And then inhale. And as you exhale, gather the gift and unhook the cord from the moon, Grandmother Moon, and come all the way back down. Come back down. Back down into your heart space. Allowing the gift and your cord to come back into the heart space and then inhaling and as you inhale lifting your grounding roots out of the earth and back through the soles of the feet finishing with one hand on the heart and the other hand on the womb space really com compressing pushing down with the hands into the body ensuring that you're fully back here now inhaling and exhaling into the body and then final inhale and as you exhale just orient yourself with your eyes open to your space or to the screen whichever works for you And then back fully into the now. And we will say thank you to the Wheel of the Year turn. That amazing shift that takes place without us having to do anything. Thanks to nature, we move into that harvest season, gathering in that which we want to take forward with us for nourishment. And we give thanks to the moon, the amazing moon for all that she illuminates and gifts to us. So we thank her and we thank the energy, the energetic of Lilith the rebel who walks with us through this next lunar month and um, offers us her gifts and support. And we can say blessings be and blessings be and blessings be that is all done. That is done. That is done. And so all that is left for me to do, hopefully, <laughs> is turn the camera in the dark, yeah. So um, thank you so much for being here. And um, I really hope that you really got a sense of the atmosphere and the shift that took place. It was amazing um, to feel the, just that energetic shift and the rain come down. So I thank you so much for being here uh, and your enthusiasm and your um, support of one another. And I wish you all the well as we move through um, this 
Lamas portal and um, into the, the full moon. And if you want to really work a little bit deeper, you've done it so many times with me now, you know you can kind of write down that which you want to release and just burn it um, on Monday if that serves you. If there's something coming up for you over the weekend, write it down, burn it it down burn it on um on monday but no we're going into rebel season and um the great awakening that's taking place and your voice is needed your voice is important and it is the voice that you speak to yourself that is the key so embrace yourselves love yourselves be true to yourselves and you can't go wrong okay you really can't so have a lovely weekend and thank you for being here. And all that's left to say is from my heart to yours and from my heart to yours and from my heart to yours. Blessings be to you all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Sacred Human podcast, where we explored the experience of being fully human and fully divine. To learn more, go to www.sacredhuman.co.uk or follow us on social media. Go to Facebook, search Sacred Human Group and click join. Instagram at Fully Human, Fully Divine or Twitter at Sacred Human. Thanks for being here.